Welcome to Santos Brothers Eats. Food worth mentioning. All right. So welcome back to Santos Brothers Eats. I'm here with my brother, Chef Jeff. And of course, I'm his brother, Kenny Santos. And we're going to be talking about food worth mentioning. And as of this recording, it's kind of like the time when the C&E would be in full swing. Actually, the weekend that's coming up yeah. is Labor Day. And that is kind of like the official, or I guess it's the unofficial end of summer. The end of summer is like September 20th, yeah. like that. But, uh, well, the CNE for us always marks the time where we get to eat fun foods. And I've been back in Canada now for 10 years, and we've had a decade's worth of fun foods that we've been eating at the CNE. And we're going to be talking about wow. some of them. Yeah. And let's yeah. just about this. We wow, were going ten, through ten the years list. already. Yeah, I've been back for 10 years. Imagine that. So, and so as far as the foods go, we were going through the list this morning and we've discovered that there's a lot that we can go through. We thought we could fit it, fit, fit it all in one episode, but it's going to be at least two episodes worth of seeing yeah. foods and, and some nostalgia for us. And uh, we're going to be talking yeah. about the, the good, the bad, and the ugly that we've had at the scene. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, while, right. uh, while you're at it, uh, while you're listening to this, there are some videos that we have on our YouTube channel. One of them is Epic Food Day 2011 and Epic Food Day 2013. I don't know why mm -hmm. we didn't do other Epic Food Days, but we didn't. No. But some of the foods that we're going to be talking about and some of the foods that we've mentioned before. Right, Jeff? Yeah, we are. Um, so like Ken said, like Ken's been back in 2000, for 10 years now. And, if, if memory serves me right, I don't think the CNE really started doing those fun foods until maybe you did come back. Because I remember when I was, well, I grew up in Toronto. I've been in Toronto. I haven't lived anywhere except for Barrie, which, which is close to Toronto. And I got access to CNE. But I always remember the foods of, of, of the CNE were really just the Tiny Tom's uh, mini donuts and the 99 cent spaghetti. And, um, I think, to be honest, that was just the foods that we knew of. So there was no crazy foods per se up until maybe you came back, Ken. Um, I what, 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 like, when I came yeah, go back, ahead. it was the end of August. I don't think we attended the CNE that year. Maybe you did before I came home. Um, mm -hmm. But it was the end of August. So my first year was really 2011. And kind of before that, there was whenever I went to the CNE, uh, you know, there was always the food building and there was all these international yeah. foods, but nothing yeah. like, over the top. Right. Um, so, yeah. So maybe often have is, and it's nothing too special, is that the footlong pogos. I always had some of them. <laughs> yeah, so I always had that. Okay. All right. Oh, and the uh, ice cream waffles. Like they're oh, yeah. simple to make, but they were just so good. Like a warm waffle uh, and they cut the ice cream, like the block of Chapman's ice cream brick and they just cut it in like straight down. So like a square block of ice cream in between two square waffles. It was just perfect. You know? Yeah. yeah I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So I, I know Ken, we discussed an order, but I'm just going to go off the rail a bit. Cause I think the, what started off the fun food was the deep fried stuff. Oh yeah. And I think in our Epic food day, 2011 was one of our first videos, if not our first video. And that's when we did the deep fried grand slam. And oh, that yeah. included the deep fried butter, deep fried Mars bar, deep fried cherry aid, and then a deep fried Twinkie. Um, I, I know these are quite old, like 10 years old now, but deep fried butter to me basically was just like a very, very fresh Timbit. Like it was warm. 
Um, so what, when they said deep fried butter, what they would do, they would take some batter and they, they take, for what I understood, frozen butter squares or a frozen butter ball, and then, then batter the, the butter ball and then deep fry it. So of course the heat, it'd be like almost like deep fried ice cream, but they would allow the, the batter to, to be, would melt in the batter itself as a deep fry. So of course that's where they get the deep fried butter from. Um, and then deep fried Mars bar has been around for a while. Well, let me comment um, a little bit on the uh, deep fried butter here. Yeah, go ahead. Is that if you guys watch the video, you'll, you'll see that Jeff was like, hmm, wasn't that big of a deal? Because it is like a very fresh Tim bit. But if you see him eat the second one, he, like there's actually a squirt of butter. Do you remember that, Jeff? <laughs> I, you know what? I, I watched the video for a while. Uh, but I, I, th I think I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You, you don't see the squirt, but you see the reaction on Jeff's face. Right. It's like, you know what we had? Oh, actually, because that second one, he, we took, uh, because that also include chocolate covered bacon, because you took bacon and wrapped it around it. Oh, right. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then there was like that nice, squirt, nice. like you could see that reaction on your face. And, right. and so sometimes it's, it is hit and miss. Sometimes it's just a really, really good Timbit, but sometimes it is just like deep fried butter where when you break that outer uh, batter shell there's actually a butter that actually squirts into your mouth it's not too hot it's not going to burn you but no. it is a it's a good uh, it's a good feeling it's a good sensation right and it's actually you should try it oh yeah yeah i'm pretty sure there's restaurants now that or yeah that do deep fried butter or something thereof um but the same goes with deep fried chariot and deep fried coke basically they just infuse the batter with, with some sort of pop or liquid so that's where the taste would come from um, I'm surprised they brought, they brought cherry aid to Canada because if I'm correct, cherry aid is just like a, a American product, and the closest okay. thing we'd have would be like Dr Pepper or cherry Coke. If I'm correct, you don't really have cherry aid. Is there is there a noise out there? What's happening on your end there, Jeff? Oh, sorry, it's just the cat's going crazy. Oh, don't worry about it then. Don't worry about All it. Right. The cat. Yeah, if you can't, then yeah. you can't. But yeah, so, so just to go on, so that's the cherry aid and the deep fried Coke. And then I was continuing on with the deep fried Mars bar which isn't really a new thing um, for what, what I remember. Deep fried Mars bar has been around for quite a while. And in fact, if you are from Scarborough, St. Andrew's Fish and Chips at um, Ellesmere and Macowan, I believe they were one of the first ones to bring deep fried Mars bar into Canada. Um, wow, into Canada. I was going to say, yeah. deep fried Mars bars, if, say, if you find the right fish and chip place, they'll offer it. Because yeah. uh, when I have fish and chips over at my buddy John's, who's out in Brooklyn, that place offers uh, deep fried Mars bars. I don't know where they go. Like they just come home okay. kind of thing. So I wouldn't be surprising, uh, surprised if they offer that. And then actually there's some places around Easter time that'll offer the deep fried Cadbury egg. Oh my God. And you got to wow. think that Easter, like Good Friday is very popular for the fish and chip joints. Yes. As a matter, they're like line up out the door because every it's like almost like a tradition. They can't eat meat on Good Friday, but they can't have fish, so they go to the deep mm -hmm. fried fish and chip place, and they happen to offer since it's Easter time that deep fried Cadbury egg, which I've yeah. never had. I can only imagine what it tastes. No, like. I, well for me, I, I'm not a big Cadbury egg fan myself. It's it's just the colored fondant. I'm not a big fondant, which which that is what they use inside the egg itself, and I just find it overly sweet uh, myself. True. Yeah. So yeah, the deep fried Mars bar. You know what? It's it's good. Actually, we made uh, we made deep fried Mars bars with my son at the at the college one time. Remember? That? Yes, we did. Yeah, 
that, that was a good time. Actually, it was a good time. Um, Maybe yeah, we'll and not just Mars Bar. I think we did Snickers and something else. Like we, I, I got a, a small snack pack of, of, of little chocolates, and that's what we did with them. Absolutely, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of so, fun. So yeah. So what but, else uh, did we have? Did all right, so this? let's let's go back on on track the list we had. So uh, another one of the early um, crazy or must eat foods of the CNE uh, was a churro cheeseburger. So basically what they did, they had the churro batter and instead of making the usual churro shape, like a long pogo, they would actually, uh, and so in order to make churros, you put the batter into a piping bag in, with a star tip and then you would squeeze it out into the, in, 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 in the hot oil in a long stick. But what they would do, they would just squeeze it out in, into a, a concentric circle in mm -hmm. order to make a, a, a bun. Gotcha. So, so they, they two of those. Two of those. Okay, two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two of those. Yeah. yeah, two of those, and made a bun, and in between they had a cheeseburger, and um, mm. yeah, I'm checking the pictures now. Just that just looked like just a regular cheeseburger. I don't know if they had anything special on it, but you know it was still good you know, to have that little combination of the sweet and savory. So um, actually, hold on. That let me would see be different than like using a waffle. Um, no, it was a. Be the same concept. Yeah, um, no, that's what but I, I, I know a churro is a bit more denser than a waffle, but the same concept as yeah, having a waffle um, instead. Yeah, I mean, I guess traditionally waffles are made in a waffle iron rather than deep fried, but they're still like you know crispy and greasy—not greasy, but crispy and correct. And uh, you know, um, you know, nice and soft and fluffy. It was good. So. I mean, right. Just thinking about that, you said, well, it's nothing special. The special part is that the bun's actually made out of, you know, a churro, which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And so that's right. Would they use like, uh, do they still put cinnamon on that or no? I, it looks like, looking at the picture, it still looks like it had cinnamon sugar on it. Nice. Nice. Okay. That's so cool. yeah, they would still make it like the traditional churro way, only they would make it into concentric circles to make a patty. And then, yeah, again, it says the combination of the sweet and savory. Very good. Yeah. I look good here. Um, then after that, oh, during that time, Bacon Nation. So bacon was bit very big as a as a food item. Um, it came in resurgence, and they had bacon for chocolate. So Bacon Nation came out, and um, they were when they first popped up. The lineup for that booth was just you know to the max. It was it was incredible. So I remember Ken and I usually got to the food building early to make sure we got our stuff. And one of the ones that, uh, that we got, or Diana got, was a Canadian bacon taco. Now, before you say what, what was so, or what's so special about that, you gotta think that the actual taco shells were actually made from Canadian bacon. Oh my. And for our American listeners, uh, is it called back bacon? Or, oh no, it's, it's female bacon. Female bacon yeah. is what uh, Canadian, was what true Canadian bacon is. Yeah. So, yeah. So I will say this is that when you see Canadian bacon, like I remember going when I first, when I lived in the States, there was a Canadian bacon. I would look at that and say, that's not bacon. That's just ham. Yeah. And so like, if you see like a Hawaiian pizza has Canadian bacon and pineapple, it really just has ham and pineapple. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know why they that's called right. that Canadian bacon. Canadian bacon's different. So. I know. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So the description here is, is pulled pork, piled on two pieces of Canadian bacon topped with mango salsa, burrito sauce, and then served with kettle chips. Wow. So yeah, so this, this is like a, a keto meal right there. No carbs. Um, I remember like a bacon shake. 
at Bacon Nation. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it just like, um, yeah, so candied bacon, like vanilla candied bacon. Um, that, yeah, I, I don't have it listed here, but what else do you remember about the bacon shake? I don't remember. I'm sure there was bacon bits in it. I'm sure yeah. there's bacon bits in it. So, so yeah. Yeah, if I had to guess, that makes sense. I remember that. I remember taking a picture with you with the um, Bacon Nation backdrop. And uh, right, yes. we had a shake in our, we were eating, drinking that shake. Oh, wow. So, wow. yeah. Yeah. And okay. uh, what else was there? So, like I don't bacon know. Bacon Nation, they had like a bacon wrap, a deep fried bacon wrap Mars bar. They had a deep oh, fried yes. bacon wrap hot dog. Yeah. Um, and in fact, they, they actually changed. They went from a food truck to a brick and mortar place. Mm. Uh, they were at um, Queen and Dundas, sorry, Queen and uh, Queen and Spadina area. But then they moved, I believe, to the Kensington Market area. Uh, oh. Where exactly, I'm not too sure. But I know they moved locations to the Kensington Market area in Toronto. So they no longer have a food truck? Uh, I, I think they do, okay. just for events. But they also okay. have a, a brick and mortar place. Very nice. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so next that I have, I, I forget the name of the place. It says, so remember the TV show Miami Vice? Yeah. I don't know if you were, okay. So they had that logo, Miami something, but the picture I have, the actual logo is blurred out. But they had two specials. One was called the Hula, uh, the Hula Girl. So it was sweet ham, roasted pork, onions and Swiss cheese. But instead of the bun, they used pineapple slices. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Again, no bun. Quote, unquote, sort of keto. And then along with that, they had the Spam Double Down. So it was the same sandwich, um, but instead of pineapple slices as the buns, it was basically two pieces of Spam as the buns. So some of you listening to, th- to this are thinking, this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, why are these people <laughs> eating these foods? Why are people even making these foods? But that's just the whole idea of CNE foods. There's all these weird yeah. foods, and you wonder how we eat them. I mean, you think if you're eating that at home, you'd probably eat that with a knife and fork, but you're actually meant to walk and eat that, you know, with that. Right. Walk and eat with yeah. a burger. Exactly and right. It, it sounds awesome. Like, do we have that? I don't even remember <laughs> eating those. I actually, I don't think you were with us, Ken. Ah, um, we'll do it. I, yeah, that's why. So I, I know Diana had the uh, hula girl with the pineapple, and I had the spam double down, uh, and we actually shared. Um, but I, rem- I remember the booth; it was it's very like Miami Vice neon back in the '80s. And I remember the the, the glass uh, wall they had was just full of spam cans. Nice. It was just like wow, that's a lot of spam. That's a lot of spam. Um, so yeah, it is. Um, and then our next on our list was actually Diane and I uh, spent our third anniversary at the New York State Fair. Um, so just like the CNE, and one of the treats that we had was called the defibrillator. Mm. And so here's the defibrillator description. It is a deep fried half pound burger topped with deep fried bacon, deep fried pickles, cheddar's cheese, Served between two grilled cheese sandwiches. Were, were the pickles battered? Uh, they must have been. Yeah. Now, look at the picture now. Yeah, they were lightly battered and then deep fried. Was the patty patter, battered? Uh, according, it says deep fried half pound burgers. So if I had to guess, probably not. I think it was okay. just cooked and then cooked deep, fried. deep fried. That's cool. I love yeah. it. Mm. But yeah, so that's, that's why it's called the, the defibrillator. 
Yeah. I mean, just think. I mean, like, you know, with the, uh, uh, oh, what's that? Uh, I mean, we've had, we've made burgers before where they use, you know, grilled cheese sandwiches as buns, but, you know, with deep fried pickles and a deep fried patty and deep fried bacon and whatever else was put on there. I'm sure they didn't hold back on mayonnaise or cheese, right? So, no, it was delicious. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, for dessert, we had what they called the Twinks. And what that is, is a bacon fried Twix bar stuffed in a Twinkie and then deep fried. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. So you got to think that, you know, bacon wrapped Twix bar right away is good. They put it in a Twinkie, battered it and deep fried it. And there's some cinnamon sugar. Sorry, there's powdered sugar and like chocolate sauce on top just to to garnish it nicely. Okay. I'm going to say something that uh, (laughs) might not make me too popular here. You go ahead. I I think I might like that better without the bacon. And and here's why, depending on how the bacon is cooked is, uh, you know, unless it's really crispy, then kind of like you kind of like pull the bacon and it kind of, you know, it, yeah. Well, the bacon, and then there's none left for the rest of the, like, the, the contraption or, you know, rest of the Twinkie okay. and the Twix. Yeah. And so if it was just, you know, Twix oh. into a Twinkie and then that was deep fried, I'd be just as happy. That's just me though. That'd be good. Yeah. So here, here's, a, here's, a, here's one of Chef Jeff's tips. If you're trying to deep fry bacon with something, you always want to park up the bacon gotcha. because the bacon does take a, a bit longer to cook. Um, so if you just, like Kim was mentioning, if you just deep fry something with breast and bacon as it is in the smoke fashion, then it will, it will become chewy because it, didn't, it needs that longer time to cook out. So take some time, pan fry your bacon first to your desired texture. Uh, maybe not too crispy because it becomes difficult to wrap around stuff. Mm-hmm. Or if you're just laying it flat, then make it crispy. That's fine. But yeah, that's one of uh, Chef Jeff's tips on how to deep fry bacon. It's a good you know, tip. Make it nice and crispy first. It is. Yeah, good tip. I think so. Yeah. Um, so let's go back to the C&E. Uh, I'm not too sure if you're with me this one, Ken, but it's called the Peeping Pierogi Burger. It's a burger with potato and cheese pierogies inside the burger. So nice. just the simple concept to add, add, add more deliciousness to, to your burger. Is there sour cream on that? Yes, of course there is. Oh, nice. Yeah, what's, oh. what's pierogies without sour cream? Yeah, or even just a burger with sour cream. Like, like oh, they should just actually, have more sorry. of that, eh? Yeah, here it is. It's uh, so loaded with caramelized sweet onions, mm. creamy Havarti cheese. Oh, there's smoked onion bacon, and a mild jalapeno aioli and sour cream sauce. Oh my goodness! There's an aioli on it. There's a so, yeah. oh, Havarti. You think it was a creamy Havarti or was what did say? Yeah. Oh my. So I don't know if they mean like a creamy Havarti sauce or they just got a softer, like, like a, yeah, maybe, maybe the, the, the Havarti cheese on top of the burger made it melt. So they just call it cream Havarti. Wow. So, um, so the, this place that made it is called Corrado's Greek and Italian cuisine. I'm not too sure if they have a brick and mortar store, but they've been to the CNE for a few years. And in fact, I'm just going to go off the rails again, Ken. I apologize. So I believe that was just me and Diana for that one. But then me and Dylan, on the different year, we tried the Corrado's S&M burger. Now, S&M isn't what you think. It actually means a spaghetti and meatball burger. Mm. And so they took their meatball meat, which is a bit different than, than a regular hamburger patty because it's more seasoned. And they made that into a burger. And then they topped it with their, oh, spicy Havarti cheese. Oh, so I guess they have their own Havarti. 
And the spaghetti part, they actually made a spaghetti patty and deep fried it. So like nice. the cooked spaghetti, main two patty, deep fried it. So bun, spaghetti patty, uh, spaghetti patty, burger, and then smothered with the with, with their tomato sauce. So yeah, it was, it was a very messy burger. I remember that for what, sure. Hold on, was the spaghetti patty, did it have sauce? Well, so the, they would have the bun, the patty, maybe they put sauce on top of the spaghetti, then the meatball burger, then more sauce, then so more the cheese. So the patty wasn't made, didn't have sauce on it. Like yes. Like it made it. I mean, it wasn't like yeah. sauce spaghetti. It was just naked spaghetti they made a patty. Correct, yes. Okay, just making sure. Okay, just wondering how that worked out. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a good concept, you know, and, and to be honest, it, it did taste pretty good because they nice. just used traditional Italian ingredients or Italian, what, what they made worked for them. And they just transformed it into a, into a different burger style. Like so that, that's that one. Um, but here's something that we both had because there's a picture of enjoying it. It's called the Chunky Elvis Grilled Cheese. So it's a grilled cheese. Mm -hmm. And in the middle is peanut butter, bacon, and banana. Just like nice. Elvis would, would have loved it. Nice. Yeah, that added nice. salt to it. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, um, I don't think you were with us either, but we had, so Hula Girl. Um, so I know, I know I mentioned Hula Girl before, but that was the name of the sandwich. But Hula Girl is actually a coffee place in Toronto. Mm -hmm. um, I believe it's in the Roncesvalles area. Um, and they introduced butter coffee to the CNE. Um, but I understand butter coffee has been around for a while as well. And it's, it's basically what they call also call bulletproof coffee. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, hence the name, it's basically butter. Sorry, it's basically coffee, but with butter. But not just any butter. It has to be a nice high fat um, sort of grain fed butter from the reading here. So a lot of people would, would try butter coffee. They'll just take some like a stick of, um, I don't know what, what a butter brand there is and add it to their coffee. Um, but it's a bit different. And then... People have, have, have make it more healthier. They've instead of used coconut oil or avocado oil instead to, to make it, as hence named, bulletproof. And by the way, it tastes incredible. Like it's it does, really yeah. good. Yeah. So, mm, just thinking about yeah. that is, is delicious. And, and like what Ken said, you know, when you're hearing this and you think, why would people make this or why would people eat it? And it's make it and they will come. Like there's a, there's a show on TV called Carnival Foods and they just host the host Noel Cap, who's also a Torontonian, goes around state fairs in Canada and he shows people will make a, a weird food and people will flock to it. And when the senior does their must eat foods each summer, the various outlets and media would go out and try the foods that they're introducing. They would put their top 10 or top 20 in. They're, those stands would be packed with people. Like, remember that one year the food building was just packed? We couldn't even move at certain corners. Um, I do remember that, yeah. So yeah, so I'm sort of happy that you know it's we're not doing it this year because crowds right now and crowds even back then were it was just that was just too crowded sometimes. You know, it wouldn't have worked to, out. Uh, no, one place I know that uh, we're we're coming near the end of actually this this part. Um, we're going to be doing another podcast where we'll be talking about more. Is that yeah. there's, there's yeah. one place that I always seem to make my way over to. And sometimes it's like, oh, I'm just going to go there before I leave. And that's um, Bouchard's Poutinery. That's in the food building. <laughs> nice. Um, because yeah. they do have different types of poutine. And one of their poutines offers a fried egg on top. And even wow. if it doesn't offer a fried egg, you could always just pay an extra dollar and get a fried egg, which is I love that. I love nice. the fact that you could just say, oh, I'll have, you know, 
poutine number three or five or whatever. And then uh, I also have a fried egg on that. I don't know if we'll talk about that next time, but I just want to mention that. Uh, I'll make a note of it and then we'll explain to it more. Yeah. That's because, uh, all right. So yeah, yeah well, so that was part one of the, our, of carnal foods or CNE foods to eat. Yeah. And we look forward to next time where we're talking about part two, we're going to at least have one more part. Um, there, because just looking back, there's been a lot of foods that we've had in the past decade at the CNE at this time of year. And, uh, it's, it's great to tell other people about it, but it's also great to reminisce. Right, Jeff? Yeah, it is. And yeah, like, like Ken said, so we also have a YouTube channel, uh, Santa's Brothers Eats on YouTube. So find us and look at our, one of our first two videos, Epic Food Day 2011 and Epic Food Day 2013. And uh, you can see what we're talking about. And you can actually see and hopefully our descriptions will match what the food looks like. Absolutely. Yeah, and we'll also be putting up everything that Jeff was talking about and that I was talking about, particularly today. Jeff is referencing that from old pictures. So those will all be on our Instagram feed shortly. Yeah, that's right. And then until next time, remember this quote from Julia Child, people who love to eat are always the best people. And that, of course, includes my brother, Chef Jeff, and I'm his brother, Kenny Santos, and you as well if you love to eat food worth mentioning. Thanks a lot, everybody. All right, take care. You've been listening to Santos Brothers Eat. Food worth mentioning.